All-State, two-year starter, and rush in for the Big Red and NFL vet. Is Dudeness or uh, Duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino if you're not into the whole brevity thing? It's Blackshirt Jay Moore with Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Cornhead Lager. We welcome in Blackshirt Husker NFLer Jay Moore at Moore 44 and uh, one more Big Red wrap-up to put a exclamation part on the uh, point on the season. That'll be uh, tomorrow, Jay Bird. You guys are outdoors in the in the old stadium. You're going to be back on the field. I know. And it's going to be a little chilly because we're taping about 10 o'clock in the morning. So it's not a live show. Um, I think they started construction on the on the set, on the, you know, where, where we tape on East Campus. So mm-hmm. excited to see how that turns out. But, yeah, we're going to – go out in the morning and and get her knocked out and i'll be that'll be the last one for 2023 i wish we could have got a bowl game one haven't done a bowl game show yet <laughs> Jeez, uh, she's like and i'll be listening for when that phone call happens yeah so are, are you uh are you wearing sleeves or are you just gonna go throw back with no sleeves yeah i might just do like the old school jersey with the gut showing okay <laughs> number 44 no, be, is gonna be, uh, wander I'll out be, there i'll be bundled up because then <laughs> then i gotta i have to get to to work and i got a meeting at 30 minutes after we get done shooting so i have to hightail it down to south side of lincoln right away after we get done so i'll be i'll be looking good jay's gonna show up with eye black on and and uh <laughs> <laughs> the mid-trip jersey and so sir let's talk to you uh to you about your long-term planning <laughs> and your investments yeah uh he would say not with you sign like sign here i'm gonna break your knee um <laughs> you just have to spell it the right way because if you're like hey, sometimes in life you got to let the let the belly breathe hey i get that right. i i understand that hey you know what it's not about sometimes it's you, you got to look good but the knowledge is more important sometimes, too. Look yeah. good, feel good. <laughs> Do business good. That's uh, what I always say. Well, yeah. as you guys kind of put a, a bow on the season, Jay, I know we're, we're removed. We'll get into Husker basketball. We'll get into the college football playoff, the, the, the four teams that are in. But overall, with Nebraska, as, as we get closer to another signing day, the portal, as you kind of put it all together here, bring it full circle, uh, year one, uh, great, great is what for Nebraska? Oh, man. You know, it's just a tale of two stories because in October, you felt like it was going so well. And obviously, November, it did not go well. Um, I think overall, I'd give it a C. Did you, you see know? growth you liked? Yeah, oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's, there's that. Uh, obviously, the growth on defense, I think they're playing better up front mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. I know, I know they had some, not to where it needs to be from the line is from the standpoint, but I think I, they got better. Uh, ben Hart got better. Uh, you know, they and when guys were put in that had played a ton, I didn't. I don't think you saw a huge drop off. So I'm very encouraged by that. Um, you know, special teams wise, it's it was very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensively, obviously, it was. I mean, if it was serviceable to some point i mean they could obviously this could have been maybe a, a b b minus type of season but uh, when you turn the ball over as, as much as they did and just no scoring offensive outputs um you know scoring said the red zone was, was low again not not great 
it's just it's tough to, and I, I understand there was a lot of things going on with injuries too that that didn't help but yep yeah, you just that's just the main that's the that's the dagger and it's it's hard too because obviously we've discussed enough about in-game management uh play calling and i think everyone's frustrated by it as well but also it's tough to do that when you have it's hard to you have zero trust with your quarterback and playing young players so it's almost uh and you're always in a situation of damned if you do kind of damned if you don't type of uh scenario sometimes so um i do take that you know, those decisions kind of always with a little bit of grain of salt just for their you know what they're dealing with but i think c is um i think some people might say it's worse because it's just the way it finished mm-hmm. you know it's like i mean honestly it was uh, if you want to compare it to school this they were they, you know, they're off, you know, they kind of got off to a slow start, got some bad grades on some early tests or quizzes, you know, picked it back up. Mom and dad saw the report card, got pissed, you know, and <laughs> they got a, they got a butt chewing. So you picked it up a little bit and figured it out. And then, and then, uh, you know, you, the, the, you got over midterms and you hit the, you know, the, you got ready for the, the finals and, uh, you know, he just said to hell with it. I'm, I'm a party, and, <laughs> and it just it doesn't really matter anymore. It's academic yeah. probation, anyway. Might as well yeah, go out so with a blaze of glory. You just, just kind of you you're you're looking good. You're looking really, really good. And you're like, you know what? Hey, C's get degrees, right? So let's just uh, <laughs> let's just let's just do it. Let's go have some fun and 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 take it from there. Jay Moore's with us. Few minutes, Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Cornhead Lager, and. The question is the offense, the identity. I, I know that Rule and company want to be a, you know, a power body blow type team. That said, Sat wants to be, at least from our vantage point, an offense that can chuck it around. Uh, a team that's coming into the league, I want to get your take. Uh, Washington's in the college football playoff. They're really talented. They got a great quarterback. Their lines of scrimmage have performed well. At least it did twice against Oregon, the other more blue-collar team in the Pac-12. But their running game, Dylan, was was something special. Can, does Nebraska have uh, the personnel right now at running back, in your opinion, to to lean on a run game? We we all agree the O line's gotten better, but can Nebraska be? a balanced offense in 2024 and stick with the run uh, until someone stops it and be better, more efficient throwing the football. I think so. I think you can. If if guys stay healthy, I mean, that's just, I mean, I think Gabe Urban's a, a really good football player, but he's been banged up his, his first two years here. Uh, I think Ramir Johnson coming back can provide a spark. And not only in the in the run game, but also the passing game. The guy is really good out of the backfield. I think Emma Johnson has you know done some really good things. You know, Quint Knives is a guy that I know they're very high on. They um, they're gonna, what you thought he might have a potential to play this year, uh, didn't. You know, obviously got his his red shirt. So I think that's a guy too. So I think I'm happy about where the run, the running back room is uh, right now. Obviously, the, the O-line still needs to improve. But overall, the ability to throw the football is, is important. I think you you have to. You just, as much as we love running the football here and how much success we've had and, you know, for so many years running the football, you still got to be, you know, I don't think you need to be elite by any means, but you have to be pretty, you know, pretty good. And that helps with, with a really good run game. You know, you, you get people that are trying to stop it and they're they're bringing another guy up to the box and, you know, they're, they're playing with, 
you know, eight guys in the box, and you can, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're going heavy play action. That opens up the tight end passing game more. That opens up, obviously, the wide receivers uh, in those route trees more. So I think balanced is, is, is the right approach. But until, until you can actually be a threat running the football, it's just going to be hard. It is going to be hard to get to where you want to be. I mean, there's just teams are just not – I mean, they, teams did not respect us this year. You, where you can't really run the football on us just because of injuries. And, you know, we, you know, you can't throw the football anyway, so we're just going to play up here and play tight. And uh, I think our guys are good enough. Our back-end guys are good enough to cover your guys for the most part. Now, obviously, we, we were successful in a few big plays, and but – It'd be interesting to see going forward if they want to continue to use the corner, the, the QB as much in the run game. I think they they want it. They want to utilize it, but to what extent? You know, is I think you always your running game's always got to be sent around your running back, and then again, it's it's just an it's another kind of counter to that. It's you know you want to have some RPOs, you want to run a little bit option, you want to run some zone reads, sure, but uh, to what we were kind of you know we and with Harburg, that's we had to. To win football games, you had to run Harvard. That was a strength. So but I think going forward, uh, it's, it's more heavy run game for running backs. Maybe you, th- you sprinkle in four to five, six type of, of run, you know, runs with the QB to keep them honest. Uh, and, and then you, you see, you know, you take your shots on the field uh, with, with uh, you know, Fedoni, uh, Malachi Coleman, you know, Lloyd, and, you know, and, and maybe you see some other guys that come in here from the transfer portal or some guys that haven't played yet that step up, make some plays. But um, the, this offseason and just how it goes forward, it really is just all predicated around what this quarterback room is going to look like. I think it's going to look vastly different heading into spring ball. Jay Moore is with us here. It's Hale Varsity Radio talking Nebraska in the offseason ahead. And, Jay, whenever you, you discuss that, that development along the offense here in this upcoming offseason – I keep coming back to an old saying, and I want to know if, if it still rings true in your opinion or if it rings true whenever you talk about Husker football. Uh, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Do you think that there is more importance in the guys that you already have in the program rather than the guys you could bring in? Because there's been so much made of the transfer portal and the potential quarterbacks you could have, and I understand that whenever you look at Nebraska's uh, issues at the quarterback spot last season, but the old saying, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Is that true with Husker football this year, or, or do you think there needs to be an added influx of talent, multiple positions on the offense for this offense to make the jump that is necessary? What's more important, what's in the hand or what's in the bush? Yeah, I think what's in the hand. I think they have. You, that's always most important, I, what you have internally. And I think they have some good things going on internally. I think you can go and, and grab some guys, the right guys, and you've heard Matt Rule say that. Um, the last couple of weeks, it's we're not just going to go get guys to get guys. They have to be the right fit and they have to be uh, the right mindset. Either they have to have multiple years of play, or they have to be you know so good that you're willing to only have them for one year. You know, or it just it just has to make sense for the situation they're in. So I think what we have here and what you've developed in a, a short time, I'm I'm you know I'm very optimistic about it. Do you have to go get a quarterback? Yes, I feel very confident you have to go get a quarterback. Do you probably have to go find a receiver? Probably. You know, do you need to go find an offensive lineman? I'm not so certain you need to be – you get get some guys off the offensive line. I think you have uh, the guys that, that played majority this year are are going to be – are going to continue to get better. Um, you, you have the kid that – Redshirt that came in from uh, Georgia. I, I cannot think of his name off the top of my head. But he I think he's a guy you, you look to uh, play heavily next year. Uh, I know we've we've moved uh, Buckley from the defensive line off over the offensive line, 
So I think they're, they're high on him. So I don't think you have to go crazy. You know, it's, you're, you don't need to go out, you know, NFL free agency and, and go nuts. Right. I think you find, I don't know. I mean, I would think you, you need five, five or less guys on the offense, mm-hmm. in my opinion, for in the transfer. And you just, you got to, and that's, I think holistically, this is just how you have to build. I mean, let's be, I mean, Colorado did their thing last year. You've seen, you know, now what they're dealing with. I just, it's just not healthy. It's not sustainable. So I think building it internally, doing it with the guys you have, recruiting the right people, and then you go find your, you pick and choose your, your transfer guys. So yeah, it's uh, definitely more important to have the guys in the hand than, than the birds in the bush. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Jay Moore's with us. Few minutes, Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Cornhead Lager. And Jay to the college football playoff we go. Michigan, Washington, Texas, Bama. Any complaints on your end? Do you feel for Florida State at all? I do. I, it's hard because I just look at the scenario and it, I. I know it's it's a business decision. They they completely made a business decision, and I understand it. You look at you know, you know the the point spread of Michigan playing Alabama or Florida State. You're probably Michigan's a ten plus you know point favorite against against Florida State, and I think right now they're a two point favorite against Alabama. Mm-hmm. So obviously Alabama's definitely a better team, but it's also tough when you you win your conference, you don't lose a game, and you don't make it. You know that that's that's a that's a tough deal, and I know it's it's hard. I mean, even though there's <laughs> just there's about a little part of me that's like, ah, that's what you get for the '93 '94 Orange Bowl. <laughs> you know, you kind of you kind of you kind of stole that one from us. So. <laughs> uh, Football karma with Jay Moore. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but no, it's 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 a hard, it's a tough, it's a tough, tough situation because you've seen in years past, in those early games have been at those semifinal games have been a blowout, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously you can. If you want to go kind of some tinfoil hat, obviously ESPN and, and the SEC got a pretty big contract together. So you want to keep the SEC uh, in there and, and competitive and in front of people. So I can't say I don't agree. It's just tough. I, I, there was – I don't think that fourth spot, there was just – there was no right answer. But I think the, the, the a business decision was made. And I, I understand why they picked Alabama, and I – you can, you know, you can honestly say you don't understand why they didn't pick Florida State. It's just, it's tough. It's tough, but I think just wholeheartedly, the uh, the business decisions have been. I think it's going to be that game's going to be a really good football game at the in the Rose Bowl, and uh, you, you feel bad for those Florida State players. You did everything right. You did everything that was asked of you, and just because your quarterback gets hurt and you just don't think you're good enough, you don't get picked, and that's that's a tough situation. That's 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 a tough deal. Next year, not to be that issue. You know, next year now you're just kind of arguing on what you know nine and three teams get in instead of what eleven and one and, and undefeated teams get in. So uh, this conversation will still will still continue to go on, but you know it's just not at this this fine of um, level. You know, we only have four teams. And Jay, I feel like the the safest bet here from a, a... A, maybe a poetic justice point of view, maybe a college football is scripted kind of, of, of viewpoint is that Alabama will win it all so the committee can go double birds to everybody that doubted them. I think that's probably <laughs> the most likely outcome right now. And uh, if I 
had more money to my name, I'd go down to the sports book and lock Put that on one Bama. in. But Jay, I want to get your thoughts because I've booked my flight down to Arizona. I'm going to be in Phoenix over New Year's. Had plans to go to the Fiesta Bowl, and then yesterday gets announced Oregon versus Liberty. You're out, dude. Do no you have, interest. Do you know no anything interest. better to do in Phoenix on the 1st of January? Golf. Yeah, golf. A <laughs> lot, lot of golf. Uh, yeah, not that one is just not. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> zero excitement whatsoever. You know, I, I, I know the players are excited to be there and play, but not that, not that excited to watch, you know, Liberty and Oregon dupe it out and I, I don't know what that point spread is but I, I would think that's a 17 to 21 type of you know favorite potentially in that type of game I could be wrong I know Liberty's still a really good football team but it's just man you know in years past I think what Tulane played and beat USC yes, last year right in the Chick-fil-A bowl game so that you know it could be a good game who knows but just doesn't quite uh yeah that one doesn't do it for me yeah no just it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, Louisiana no, Tech I, I, put up I would, 30 be, I'd be on the golf course <laughs> they, they put up 30 on Liberty. Louisiana mm-hmm. Tech. Oregon might put up 100. Could, but, I mean, Nick's probably ain't going to play. Oh, he's already announced that he's going to. Okay. He did, he, did, he did announce he's going to. That blows me away. Yeah, we're, he will play in the Fiesta Bowl. No, yeah. Then uh, Oregon, if, if they want to be there, I mean, they, they've run the doorstep of a playoff appearance, possibly. So, Jay, we'll get you out on some NFL and – uh, right now, I mean, Kansas City seems more than mortal, uh, losing at Green Bay. Green Bay's kind of turned it around. The Texans are a bit of a surprise. I know Elijah's Denver Donkeys fell, but they had won five in a row. Detroit's at 9-3, and three, and the Dolphins look incredible. Philly got whacked, and uh, your Niners are looking uh, more and more powerful as the uh, season moves on. Dallas, I don't know if they're fools, gold or not. And then Jacksonville, chance to win tonight against a depleted Bengals squad for their ninth win. So the long and uh, long question and need an answer, uh, who do you like right now in the NFL? I mean, what, what team or two are you leaning for as the Jay Moore power rankings are, are uh, almost in front of us? Yeah, I think just after the performance, you know, yesterday afternoon that with a fully healthy San Francisco 49ers are going to be tough to deal with. Yeah. You know, when you saw they struggled, you know, a few weeks ago when McCaffrey was banged up and Debo Samuel was out, uh, Purdy just didn't look, you know, he had some, he might have been dinged up too, but just didn't seem on point. But when he, when he's, when he gets all his weapons around them, I mean, you got with McCaffrey and Kittle and Ayuk and, and, um, Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. that is a tough, that's a tough offense. You know, he takes all the pressure off Purdy. He's a really accurate quarterback. Uh, you're able to, you know, McCaffrey's a nightmare matchup because you can run it swell and he can just, you can isolate him on linebackers and he'll just eat him up all day long. Debo's ability to to catch it, I mean, that jailbreak screen, that tunnel screen they won, they ran there towards the end of the game. I mean, that's just, I mean, he had, that linebacker had the angle on him and it was like no chance. <laughs> and then the defense, I mean, they're offseason, they're, I mean, they're in season acquisitions. I mean, you get Randy Gregory, you get, uh, Oh gosh, the the Ohio State guy from Washington, um, you know, Chase. So they're, yeah, they're making they're making moves, they're making moves like they're they they want it all. They've been so close uh, in the last three or four years, and they they're making some huge moves to make to make it happen. And uh, I think I think right now, uh, you know, early in December, they're they're the best team. I think Philly's still is going to be right there. Mm-hmm. It's, that's probably you probably just recreated the nfc title game i don't know how the you know the seating may, may work but i think those are the two best teams in the nfc and then you look at the the afc it's kind of 
it's kind of interesting. You know, it's the the Dolphins are are playing well. That offense is so strong, so potent. Uh, you know, the Chiefs are a struggling a little bit. The Bills, you know, are just kind of very inconsistent. Not sure what they want to do. Um, you know, it's the, the you know the Chargers. You thought you expected more of this year. They're they're not going to be. They're not there. Um, I just I think right now it's it's going to be. You know, I think they're probably the top two teams in the AFC. You know, and I I'm trying to think if I'm missing anyone. Baltimore, Miami, oh, and then yeah, may, maybe Kansas yeah. City. Yeah, I think Baltimore. Yeah, there you go. I was, was like, I know I'm. I feel like I'm missing someone in the in the AFC, but yeah, Baltimore's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good football team, and you get Lamar Jackson uh, dealing. He's hard to he's hard to mess with. Uh, so you got Dolphins, Chiefs, and in uh, Ravens, and then you know those are the top three: 49ers, Eagles, and probably the Lions. Yeah, you know, are probably the top three in the NFC. And, and the Lions, their offense is, is good. Their defense is, has been a little inconsistent, and they've. I mean, that loss to to Green Bay at home on Thanksgiving that one was was surprising, but obviously Green Bay is much improved. You mm-hmm. beat the Chiefs at home. Uh, last night, so uh, it's gonna be fun to see how it kind of plays out here. But uh, I still think the 49ers are right now the best football or the or the best team in the NFL. Jay Moore with us, Blackshirt Husker NFL, or follow him, Jay Moore 44 on Twitter. Catch him one final big red wrap up for 2023. Jay, we'll talk next week. Thanks for a few minutes. Yep, thanks, guys.